Good morning, everyone. I'm R.W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Today is the 20th of November, the 324th day of 2023, meaning we're only 41 days away from 2024. These are the days when many a merchant seeks to part us from our wherewithal. The days when commerce runs amok of getting and spending, as English romantic poet William Wordsworth puts it in his The World is Too Much With Us. The concepts saving and spending are no longer distinct from one another. Once upon a time, the two were clearly separate. When we saved, we did not spend, and vice versa. When we were spending, we were not holding on to those funds. We were not saving. Yet, for at least a few decades now, our consumerism has become so pronounced that we are easily hoodwinked by advertisers who proclaim that the more we spend, the more we save. For example, save $20 when you spend $200. That used to be called a discount, but no one misconstrued a discount for saving. A discount simply meant that one was spending less than one would have had the vendor not cut the consumer a little slack on the price. This past week, leading up to the week of traditional American thankfulness, our civilizations class has been discussing Charles Darwin's struggle for existence, the third chapter in his 1859 classic on the origin of species. We've been certainly staying mindful of how that struggle figures into the lives of more than 8 billion humans and billions more of other species on our one and only planet Earth. We're also considered the ways the American romantic poet Walt Whitman viewed Darwin, as Whitman's first edition of his epic poem, Leaves of Grass, was published just four years before Darwin's Origin of Species. So on either side of the pond, life and the humanity were large questions for both writers, to say the least, and the similarities and the differences in their opinions were many. Later in his career, Whitman would offer views of other men of science as well. When I heard the learned astronomer, when the proofs, the figures were ranged in columns before me, when I was shown the charts and diagrams to add, divide, and measure them, when I sitting heard the astronomer where he lectured with much applause in the lecture room, how soon unaccountable I became tired and sick, till rising and gliding out I wandered off by myself in the mystical moist night air and from time to time looked up in perfect silence at the stars." Gazing heaverward here in down east Maine, evenings this week in the eastern sky watch for Hamal shining as the brightest of three stars in the constellation Aries the Ram, the other two stars being Sharatan and Mesartim, just above and to the right of Pleiades' star cluster, with the bright star Aldebaran shining below. Today in 1789, New Jersey became the first state to ratify, ratify the Bill of Rights. Today in 1820, the whaling ship Essex was attacked and sunk by a sperm whale in the southern Pacific, with only eight of 20 crew members surviving through cannibalism. Herman Melville was inspired enough by the true account of the attack and the sinking to create the novel Moby Dick. Today in 1829, Jews were expelled from Sevastopol, Russia. Today in 1866, Howard University was founded in Washington, D.C. Today in 1888, William Bundy patented the time card clock. Today in 
Today in 1902, Guillaume Lefebvre and Henri de Grange created the Tour de France bicycle race. Today in 1910, revolution broke out in Mexico. Today in 1931, commercial teletype service was begun by AT&T. Today in 1945, Queen Wilhelmina opened the Dutch Parliament in The Hague and the Nuremberg War Trials began in Germany. Today in 1949, the Jewish population in Israel had reached one million. Today in 1958, Jim and Jane Henson established the Muppets. Today in 1959, the United Nations adopted the Universal Declaration of Children's Rights. Today in 1962, the United States lifted its blockade of Cuba when the Soviet Union agreed to remove its remaining bomber jets from the island. Today in 1969, Vilma Mankila was inspired to become involved in the seizing of Alcatraz Island off San Francisco by militant Native Americans. Today in 1970, Jennifer Houston became the first black woman to be crowned Miss World, though the event was interrupted by women's liberation activists. Today in 1620, aboard the Mayflower in Massachusetts Bay, Peregrine White was born to William and Susanna White. Thus, Peregrine Peregrine became the first child of English parents in New England and eventually grew up to hold several government posts, the first native-born pilgrim becoming a politician and a bureaucrat. And today in 1926, Catherine Gloria Balotta was born to an Italian immigrant mother who would hold such sway over Catherine that even after she had changed her name to Kay Ballard and become a singing star and actress on Broadway and in Hollywood, when Kay appeared in the 1976 production of The Ritz and had dialogue that included a four-letter word, she recalls, I told my sister to go see the movie with my mother, and when I say that word to cough, real loud, so mother won't hear it. Kay also said the reason all mothers have the same answers to children's questions is that they all go to a school for mothers and have to take a final. All those who fail become aunts. Today is also the birthday in 1752 of English poet Thomas Chatterton. In 1858 of Swedish writer and first woman to win the Nobel Prize in Literature, Selma Lagerlöf. In 1889 of American astronomer William Hubble. In 1891 of English actor Reginald Denny. In 1907 of American Kukla Fran and Ollie actress Fran Ollison. In 1908 of British-American TV host Alistair Cook. In 1911 of American and Olympic high jumper Jean Shiley, in 1913 of, of Russian-Polish-American ballet dancer Irina Najinska and of American comedian Judy Canova, in 1916 of American actress Evelyn Keyes, in 1917 of U.S. Senator Robert Byrd, in 1923 of South African writer and Nobel Prize winner Nadine Gordimer, in 1925 of American jazz singer June Christie, of Russian prima ballerina Maya Plisetkaya, and of U.S. Attorney General Robert Kennedy. In 1926, of English novelist John Gardner. In 1927, of American actress Estelle Parsons. In 1932, of British-American actor Richard Dawson. In 1937, of American TV host Jack Linkletter. In 1939, of American folk singer and comedian Dick Smothers. In 1941, of American musician Dr. John. In 1942, of U.S. President Joe Biden. In 1943, of American actress Victoria Hamill. In 1946, of American newscaster 
broadcaster Judy Woodruff in 1947, of American guitarist Joe Walsh in 1956, of American actress Bo Derek in 1959, of American actress Sean Young, and in 1962, of American bassist Gail Ann Dorsey. For more on O'Main, I'm R.W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Here's to the ninth official week of autumn, to the 46th week of 2023, and to everyone having a happy Thanksgiving. <laughs>